laurenruthmartin.com slash social. You can download the boring self-care checklist. It's very helpful for just incorporating that boring self-care throughout the year. It's also a great pair with today's episode just to help you make sure that things don't go in the backlog. Download it now, laurenruthmartin.com slash social. This is the Nine to Kind podcast, weekly 10-minute pep talks helping burned out perfectionists live more intentionally, improve their self-care, and of course, be just a little bit kinder to themselves. Let's go. Here's something I've noticed and I think is a big barrier as to why self-care is something that we're very much skeptical of. We don't take seriously or we don't get really what we're wanting out of our time off. And that is for most of us, we're on the back end of our burnout. We have things that are backlogged. We are extremely fatigued and there's a list and a period of things that we need to get through in order to be in a way caught up in order for us to better enjoy our downtime and to better embrace the idea of downtime. Now, I don't want you to hear that and think, well, I'm never going to enjoy my downtime or my self-care or really enjoy life until I get the stuff on my list done. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that for some of us, in order to get into a place where self-care is more incorporated, where our procrastination and our avoiding avoiding is more on track, we're going to have to go through some of the grunt work to get a few things. We have to work on our baseline first. For example, if your burnout has you extremely fatigued, the physical symptoms are there, you're actually like you're physically sick, you have, you know, ongoing anxiety and depression, there's going to be a period of time where you're going to have to focus on managing those symptoms or getting those the intensity of those worked on before you get the full benefits of self care. If you have not had a day, this happened to me a few weeks ago, if you've not had a period of time to do nothing, then everything else that you're wanting to get done on your time off, it's just, you have to rest before you extend. And this happened to me a few weeks ago, my, um, my in-laws took Hank for the night and I've probably already shared the story, but it was just very extraordinary that at that point, Henry and I, we were like sitting on the couch And it was like, we could go out, we could go get dinner, we could go for a walk. And what we literally did for that night was just check out on our phones. We did not speak to each other. We just tuned out. And we actually needed that tuning out because this is in the middle of May and May historically just really really impacts us. I mean, if you're part of my newsletter, then you will have seen like May totally kicked my butt. And I bring this up because if we're all so obsessed with productivity that it begins to infiltrate how we view self-care and what we need self-care to be, then we're going to devalue those times where we check out. On the flip side, if we only check out for self-care and we don't have a degree of intentionality with it, then we're only going to see self-care as numbing out and we're not going to get the benefits of being more engaged and present and intentional when we do engage in self-care. It's the idea of having variety. It's the idea of embracing the both and aspect of things. The idea that 
engaging in that avoiding avoiding piece and making sure that the things that like making sure that you're engaging in that boring self-care or knocking out things on your list isn't a thing that you become obsessed with so that all of your self-care is boring self-care. Same thing when it comes to engaging in that not boring self-care that we're not overusing that, but that we're finding equal value and equal engagement in both sides. Now, when it comes to engaging in that backlog, that backlog, we will, again, the list is never ending. So that's like where we have to think about pace and sustainability. And the way that I have seen, especially in moments where, especially with people that I work with, and those that I talk to, and even in my own life, like where the biggest issue is getting started. But what we have to do is actually identify what is the actual first step or what can we do to unload our brain before engaging? So that goes into the brain dump, you know, or that goes into actually engaging in the discomfort of creating that plan. What that plan is going to require is you being honest with yourself when it comes to the backlog of what is actually important, what element of this backlog is you postponing things that you really do want to be doing. For example, I can't go on vacation until I have X amount of sick days banked, or I can't take time off until I have X amount of money saved, or I can't take time off until I get this certification done. All of those things may be extremely legitimate reasons for not taking that time off. But what you have to then look into is why haven't I chipped away at my to-do list? Why haven't I chipped away at the things that need to be done in order for me to engage in life? And sometimes that is poor time management. And sometimes that is just going into that all or nothing thinking and not finding value and chipping away at the bigger task. So that is where, so for example, there are things for the Lauren Ruth Martin brand, like courses, things like that, that need to get done. And it's had to consistently be backburnered because other things have come up. However, there have been times like where I have mismanaged my time or I have had the belief that if I can't get it all completed, I'm not going to do it. What would be realistic for me to do is to spend an hour each week or even 15 minutes a day working on some element of that bigger project. Now, when it comes to other projects that actually aren't a high priority item, that would be something like our, um, I was gonna call it basement, but I'm looking up our attic we need to clean out our attic desperately. That is something that would more than likely benefit from having a scheduled date, a deadline, a day where we go all into it. However, that attic doesn't impact my day-to-day -day life. So if you have things in your backlog that are impacting your day-to-day -day life, you're probably better off doing a little bit and chipping away at that list on a consistent basis. If it's a bigger project that isn't necessarily getting in the way of your day-to-day -day life, then it would make sense to book a day and knock out a portion of that. What can also help with this backlog is spending and dedicating a time once a month to 
go through your backlog. So once a month, once a week, like basically having an appointment where you're able to chip away at things. That's how I get my notes done. And I can tell you if I don't honor that time that I set aside to write notes, then it 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 backlogs my backlog. And so it's an appointment you have to maintain and you have to treat it with the same value as you would other things. When something gets backlogged, it's easy to go into screw it mode. And you know what, it's already bad. So I'm just not going to do it. That I, I can understand that especially when your life feels so full, that to do something that isn't necessarily on fire, doesn't seem important. And, 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 we have to work through that discomfort, we have to engage in chipping away at that backlog, or else it's going to begin infiltrating our lives, it's going to infiltrate our downtime, it's going to infiltrate how we feel about ourselves. We all have been there, we've all had that thing that haunts us. And then when we do it, we are equal parts happy that it's done, but then simultaneously beating ourselves up that it took so long to do it. So what I want y'all to think about this week are some of the items that are on your backlog. Um, this would be a great exercise to do as a brain dump. You can do it on the brain dump worksheet. You can download that at laurenwithmartin.com. But the idea of doing a brain dump and then putting it in the categories of what's infiltrating day to day, what isn't, what can be done a little bit at a time, what needs to be done in one big chunk, and just begin to create a plan. The plan can pivot at any time, but the idea is to face the discomfort, begin developing a plan, engage in that self-compassion for letting the backlog happen, and get it done. Before you go, I need your help. My goal is to get to 50 podcast reviews by the end of the year. So if you could please rate and review the podcast on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, I would be forever indebted. Thank you so much. Have the week you're going to have.